Discover the sleep number bed that adjusts on each side, so it's perfect for both you and your partner. With Sleep IQ technology at your fingertips, you will know what to adjust for your best sleep. Check them out at sleepnumber.com slash thrive. Hello and welcome to the Thrive Global Podcast on iHeartRadio. I'm Arianna Huffington. My guest today is one of the biggest stars on the planet. Sometimes that's an exaggeration and sometimes, like today, it's true. She's a true icon, a role model, and an inspiration to her millions of fans. And her story is as amazing as where she's ended up. Katy Perry grew up as the daughter of Pentecostal ministers and started singing gospel music as a teenager, releasing her first album when she was just 16. Seven years later, her single, I Kissed a Girl, made her a household name. And she's now sold over 6 million albums and 83 million singles in the U.S. alone. And as a dedicated meditator, she's also a Thrive Role model. I caught up with Katy Perry during her Witness Worldwide live stream. Listen in as we talk about everything from sleep and love to social media and unplugging from technology. My favorite quote is by Rumi. Yes, I love it. Persian poet needs to start following Rumi. Okay, I'll send you some Rumi books. Okay. He wrote, live life as though everything is rigged in your favor. That's amazing. So no matter what happens, a breakup, yeah. a failure, anything, it teaches us something because our journey is about our own evolution. It's not just about the success or failure of a relationship, a mm-hmm. book, a record, no. whatever it is that we're I don't, doing. I mean, I, I don't even know how my record that came out is doing, but all I know is that I can't control what people think. I can only control what I think and feel, and I made it with so many authentic feelings, you know, with authenticity, hoping my hope was to empower, inspire, enlighten, lift up, make people feel, you know, sometimes open them up and maybe kind of help with a little healing and just a little escapism along the way. So there's all these things in one. But that's the thing is like, people are like, what do you want it to do? I'm like, I don't know what it's going to do. I hope it does well, but I can't control it. And you know, I can't control um, anything for some, for some what reason. I found, you know, since I'm a lot older than you, is that as the best wiser. thing, the best Ariana, thing about the best thing about aging, yes. is that you care so much less about everybody's opinion. You know, you spend much less time looking over your shoulder to yes. see how everybody sees you. I and love that's my thirties. So 30s. liberating. Oh my gosh, my thir- I love my thirties. And if you can get there in your twenties, or if you can get there yes, in your teens, exactly. get there. If anybody's watching was in their teens, get there now. Yeah, why you waste don't the have time? To wait time? I know. Waste Honestly, time. if I could like have these nuggets of wisdom in my teens, it would have been amazing as well. But you know, again, I have to learn the lessons myself sometimes. But you are helping share those lessons to all the millions of people who follow you. And and that, for me, is just your greatest contribution beyond your music and your art, really I can is. share my spotlight, you know? Yes. I mean, I can do all kinds of things. Like, I love creating, whether it's, like, having a shoe line or, like, singing songs or making wild music videos or going on tour. But, like, I live life to the fullest and I love living. And I know that a lot of people, they really want to live life to the fullest. And all I can do is be an example. And so I can kind of like, this is like one of the purposes is like showing like how it's all going and how real it is, the good, the bad, the ugly. And um, hopefully they can see some part of themselves 
in me and then they can know that like they can do this too or they can just dream as big as I. Well, you also give people permission, for example, giving people permission to have a mental health break. I love that, as yeah. you did between your fourth and your fifth album. Yeah, right? I I had to. You know, mental health is really important to me, and um, I have uh, a lot of tools that I'm accessing to help my mental health. Um, and I know a lot of people are anxious out there and full of fear, and I empathize with them, and I want to help any way I can. And, like, you know... I think that mental health is really real and sometimes we can overstimulate our mind or overthink and I think meditation is really good for that and like I think you know eating well and exercise these simple things that people and have been sleep. Ta- sleep it's extremely people have been talking important. about for hundreds of years even. and we are rediscovering them now yes. and what I love is that modern science is now proving yes. that ancient wisdom yeah. was completely right. And that, that's why I wanted to create Thrive Global, to help people recognize that it's been a delusion that we had to be always on and work mm-hmm. all the time in order to succeed. That, in fact, when we give ourselves time to recharge, you know, as they say on airplanes, put your own oxygen mask first. Exactly then you can be more creative and much better for others. And that was the first time I had actually taken some time for myself after I'd finished a tour for two years, after I played the Super Bowl. In October of 2015, I was just like, I was so spent. I had output, output, output. I was so tired. I couldn't tell my ass from my elbow. <laughs> I really couldn't. I, I couldn't give anything more. I, I remember like going home on one trip and someone asking me for a picture and typically that would be okay. And I was just like, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. You know? And so I had to go for kind of like six months and like just push the reset button because I knew that like I wanted to keep giving and I wanted to keep giving even more than I gave last time. And in order to do that, I had to take care of myself. Yes. First and foremost. You had to refuel yourself. I had to refuel. And the the sleep is something I really want to get into with you right now because I'm like, I am so cranky if I don't get my sleep. Right. How many hours do you need? Well, it's different for everyone, right? Yes, absolutely. Well, unless you have a genetic mutation and about one and a half percent of the population does and you can do great on three or four hours, but the fast Really? A genetic mutation, one and a half percent. you guys are like... The very rare, few, rare few birds, people, right? right? But the vast majority of us need seven to nine hours. Okay, I'm about eight hours. I'm an eight-hour girl, too. I'm an eight. Yes, man. And people are like, eight <laughs> hours? How do you do that? And uninterrupted. Like, no, you know, try not to get up to pee. But like, if you get up to pee, it's not a problem. Not a problem. Provided no you judgment. go back to sleep. No judgment. Deep breaths are the best thing for anxiety. Are they? You know, if Why? you are ever anxious or nervous... You just take four deep breaths in and five deep breaths out. Shall we do it together? Sure, let's do it. We're going to take some deep breaths. I know people are like, this is hippie. (laughs) But you know what? No. If hippie means feeling good, then I'm a hippie. But you know what? It's not hippie. It's scientifically proven. Well, but so what? Whatever it is. It's not a label. It just feels (laughs) good. But I'm saying it's not like somebody's opinion. Okay. Okay, ready? Do you want to guide us? No, you go ahead. I'm going to go with you. You're the teacher today. So let's take one deep breath in. Inhale. Through our nose. Through our nose. To the count of four. One, two, three, four. And exhale to the count of five. 
One more time. To the count of four, inhale. To the count of five, exhale. And one last time. To the count of four, inhale. To the count of five, exhale. <laughs> so, here's the thing. That's oxygen to your brain. Yes. And if you wake up in the middle of the night yeah. to go to pee or whatever, yeah. just do that. That's and it? it will help you. Get if you back do into it a few rhythm? times, it will help you get back to sleep. It's so amazing when we do it consciously. Because most of the time we breathe unconsciously and shallow. we breathe in a shallow way. Yeah. So just breathing in what a is, deeper what way. What is a shallow... Like, I know I have been a shallow breather. I'm trying not to be it. And that's like, that's like the biggest, like, this is a, oh, you're a shallow breather. <laughs> like, if you really know one thing, it's like, don't be a shallow breather. But <laughs> but if you're a shallow breather, you're just breathing from where usually? You're just breathing from up here. Uh-huh. And the more you can breathe, I mean, as a singer, yeah. you, you know Using that, right? Diaphragm. You got to use your, you, I mean, with your voice, you got to use your diaphragm. So yes. it's the same with breathing. Yes. The more you can breathe through your whole body. Yes. And not just... Your, the upper part of your body, the more connected you are with the rest of yourself. You know, you talk a lot about connection. Yes. Right? It's all about connection. So it's connecting with another You're human so being. You're so beautiful. I just want to say that. Aww. I'm sorry, I don't want to interrupt you, but I just saw how beautiful you are, and it's just so incredible. Thank you for oh, being I'm so happy to be here yeah. with you. So we are connecting right yes. now. But also, we forget sometimes to connect with ourselves. Honestly, I'm about to go and connect with myself. Um, after this, like reconnect, you know, and I feel like I'm giving out a lot and I'm able to connect with others, but it'll be a time where I'll just need to go back into right. my little cave and just connect with myself so that I can be there and be like the best version. And what are you going to do when, in order to connect with yourself? I'm going to try and stay off my phone a little bit. Um, I'm going to enjoy good food. I'm going to maybe watch a movie. I'm going to keep meditating. Um, I'm going to sleep. I'm going to try and eat less sugar. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to be with my nieces, maybe. You're going to be in Santa Barbara. I don't know where I'm going to be. I'm Somewhere. going to an undisclosed, oh, an undisclosed location. location. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to treat myself. I'm just talking about even a few days. Yes. You know, you that's like the weekend. You Absolutely. can give yourself the weekend. You can give yourself one day. I wanted to actually talk to you about this idea. This initiative which is going to be really hard to do while I'm in here, but I feel like we should start it, is that you know how um, people that are Jewish, they get to take Shabbat? Yes. And if you take Shabbat, which is an amazing, beautiful thing, um, is that one of the parts of taking Shabbat is um, turning off your phone, I guess. I'm not Jewish, yeah, so I'm essential, just... Essential, I'm just, I'm just yeah. saying what I've, what I've observed and witnessed. I find that to be amazing, and like I wonder if the world could ever do that. If we could all turn off our device for one day, and even if that was Sunday for you, or even if that was Saturday for you, or even if, you know, you get Mondays off or you take it off, or even even if it's for half of a day, like, I could love we do that? that? Why like, don't we start that Shut movement? off Sundays. Shut off Sundays and basically just be with yourself. Be with your loved ones. Read a book, a yeah. real book, not on screens. Yes. Go for a walk. A walk, a hike. I Anything. want that's Cook. that's something and I have and I've wanted to do that and I've been so addicted to my phone and I keep on talking the talk and I really want to walk the walk. Like shut off Sundays. 
I love that. Why don't we launch Shut Off Sundays? Shut Off Sundays. Or something maybe that says something. Like, Shut Off sounds like a little bit hard. Like You prefer Power Down Sundays? Well, I always talk about Unplug to Connect. Yes. You know? And that's kind of been a motto of mine that I've started is just like, Unplug to Connect. To Connect. Unplug to connect. Unplug to connect because it says exactly what you're doing. It is not a negative thing. No. It's not about shutting off for the sake of shutting off. Sure. It's in order to connect. In order to connect. Yes. So maybe it is shut off Sundays. Disconnect. Stillness Sundays. Stillness Sundays. Stillness. I like the fact that it's uh, it, it alliterates, you know. Yeah, SS, I love alliteration. But That's also, not exactly it, is it? No, because we want people to be active, too. Absolutely. They may want to go hiking. They may want swimming. to go swimming, running, whatever. I can't wait! Basically, they can do have sex. Yes, sexy Sundays. Yeah, but no phones during sex. No phones. Right? You know, 20% of people use phones during sex. What? You know Who that? are those people? I don't know what they're do doing, they do but... And also, know. that's kind of strange. And is that a that that sounds like a fetish? I know. Or are they I'm like having sex and like watching? Well, maybe it's a little boring, and so they're like trying to multitask. People like to multitask. No, no way. We are asking you to come up with a great name. Yeah, a great name. So whatever that is on Sundays, and I would like to pick Sunday because for myself, and I know that you, you're going to have to pick a, a day for yourself. It's really about whatever day that is, but like a day just that we can like not be on technology and, you know, try to like be connected in a real way. And like people are really wanting to connect and it's amazing that social media can help you connect, but you've always had that in you before social media was connected was created to connect with people. This is like the yes. real social media. This is the real social is conversation and communication. And like, you know, um, I think that all the socials are great tools to use for the goodness of mankind. And that's how we should use them. And um, I think that like, you know, I, I have this song called Chain to the Rhythm. Yes. And it just... It, it, it's really more suggestive. It's like poses a question. Are we chained to the rhythm? And in the music video, I'm riding this roller coaster, right? And at the end of it, it's me and a guy and like he, I get seven likes and he gets like 7,000 or something and he wins. But what does he really mm -hmm. win? You know what I'm saying? Like, what do you really win if you like the photo or if you have all these likes or, you know, what are you winning? Of course, like people can like things and I'm not saying don't do that, but like that shouldn't be the measurement of love. Exactly. Or the measurement of your or own self-worth. Self yes, exactly. that's not the measurement of self-worth because I can tell you like. And what about self-judgments? Because I started life as the most self-judgmental person. Yeah. I have I have this voice in my head, which now is under control, I'm happy to say, but yeah. it wasn't. And and that voice, I call it the obnoxious roommate living in my head. Yeah. You know, it's the voice of self-doubt, of self-judgments, of how, how how do I look? What did I say? So, so do you still have that voice? Yeah, of course. I mean, like, I still have it, but I, I try and control it as well. And, like, anytime you think a negative thought about yourself... You know, like, because those negative thoughts do seep in there. Why don't you just back it up with a positive thought? Yes. So, because that's a really good exercise. So, you know, like, for instance, my friend Sia was here last night, and she's an amazing, wonderful woman that has taught me so much. She's an amazing, kind friend. And she was saying, you know, that's what I do. It's like, instead of saying, 
hey, I'm fat and my thighs are so big or whatever, or thunderous, or I don't like them. I can say, no, my body is strong and my thighs are strong and I can walk and all the positive mm-hmm. things that my legs can do. And, and then my friend Cleo goes, yeah, what is plus size? <laughs> who, who decides what is plus size? Like, nobody decides that. Like, there is no standard of beauty. Beauty is internal. You know what I'm saying? And, like, beauty is beauty is in different shapes, in different sizes, in different colors, in any way presented. It's all internal. It's not external. And that's why I think an antidote to these judgments for me is gratitude, which is really what your friend Sia said. You know, yeah. what am I grateful for? Yeah. And, in fact, I like to end my day by writing down three things I'm grateful for. And they could be little things. Like I'm definitely going to include being here with you tonight. I'm, I'm grateful for this uh, conversation and this and connection. And then when I wake up in the morning, instead of rushing immediately to my phone, if we can give ourselves literally one minute. Does everybody have one minute before rushing to the phone? Yes. Okay, to one take minute. these deep breaths we that can we do talked one, about. We can give you one minute out of the 24 so, hours that we've been giving Can you just give me one minute in the morning to just take these give deep breaths? Give yourself that minute. Yes, please. Give yourself this minute and also just look ahead at what are you grateful for about that day. It could be your cafe latte. It could be... Yes, cafe latte. It could be... This flower that you found, anything. Yes, this flower. Beautiful flowers. You know, it doesn't have to be a major thing. No, it doesn't have to be like anything besides what you already have. It's like, and it's really. I'm grateful I just get to wake up another day. You know, I'm grateful that my body's working. I'm grateful that I get this opportunity to um, share and shine my light. I'm grateful that, you know, I've come so far and I still have so far to go, which is exciting. It just means that life is an adventure. You know, it's a full on adventure and I'm grateful I get to learn every step of the way. And these little things, I call them joy triggers, you know, and we all need kind of little joy triggers so that if during the day, as it often happens, inevitably, something upsets us, um, we can course correct. You know, that's how, I don't know how you use your meditation, but I like to use my meditation to course correct. Yes. To return to that place of yeah. peace and centeredness. My what friends does it will, do for you? My friends will attest to the fact that, like, you know, I'm always trying to do the most. That's why I'm a little bit late, and thank you for your patience, is I'm always doing the most because I love, I love <laughs> to live the fullest life. And um, But my friends will see that I want to be with them, and I also want to work and all these things. And I, I sometimes run out of energy and I can get crabby and I got to take 20 minutes for myself to meditate. And I, I'll, I'll just say, can you give me 20 minutes? I'm going to go over here. I'm going to meditate. And it changes my mood. It shifts my whole mood. I'm just like, I find this inner joy again. And like, I'm not crabby. I'm not judgmental. And they have seen it happen in real time. And I think that's why meditation is so powerful. Because we all have that in us. I mean, it's the greatest gift. Yeah. You know, that place of peace and joy and yeah. wisdom. Most of the time we're not connected with it. So giving ourselves 20 minutes to connect with that yeah. is so worth it. Can we go back to sleep for one, yes. one yes, second? Definitely. I, I mean, like, the world, you know, is all kind of operating at the same time now. Even though we are all in different time zones. And we have this fear of missing out. Like... 
why should we sleep this much? Like what happens when we sleep and what does it do to our brain and what is dreaming and all those things? So the modern science of sleep, and it's a modern science, the first scientific center was founded at Stanford in 1970. So it's a relatively young science. Mm -hmm. And now we know that it's during sleep that all the toxins that are accumulated in our brains during the day are washed away. Really? So basically, if we don't get enough sleep, if we don't complete the cycles of sleep... All right. And how many cycles are there? Well, you know, you have the REM sleep when you dream. You have the slower um, sleep cycle. You have the faster sleep cycle. But you have to complete all of them. Uh And then that's when you wake up fully recharged. You know that feeling of waking up fully recharged? If you don't, all these toxins stay in your brain. And A, they create mental fog, mm-hmm. which we know, mm-hmm. this kind of zombies yeah, that you write fog, about. Yeah, mental fog, for sure. I've, been, I've had it. Uh, or they even are now, they are finding, responsible for Alzheimer's. Really? This accumulation of uh, junk, basically, that has not been washed away from the day. And scientists say that the brain has only two states, you know, either awake and alert, like yeah. now, or asleep and cleaning up. Uh, so it's a nice way to like clean out all the crap. Exactly. Now dreams are incredibly important. I spend many years I'm writing down my dreams. Do you ever write down your dreams? Uh, um, sometimes. Do you remember them? Oh yes, I do. I don't remember what I dreamt last night. What's the last dream you remember? Um, <laughs> the last dream, the last dream I remember, I was hanging out with Selena Gomez. Uh-huh. How <laughs> was it? It was awesome. She's great. I love I her. Know. She did a great piece for Thrive Global on her digital detox. Oh yeah, she did do a digital yes. detox. I and, thought that was really powerful. and in a sense, what we're talking about, shut off Sundays, is a digital detox for a day. Yeah. Yeah, But it makes a big difference. And so we love profiling these new role models who are introducing digital detoxes or sleep or meditation, anything to help people. Now, I have a really I have a really strange question. And I wonder if you can like if you know anything about this. Sometimes I get anxious and I'm sure everybody there's a lot of people that are going to be like, what is she talking about? But I do know I'm going to share one of those things that I think I'm only going through. Maybe other people are going through. I don't know if they're going through this. I get anxious to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Yes, completely get so, it. So like I'm like sitting there and I'm like, okay. I'm not going to be able to go to I'm sleep. Not, and, and what does that I'll, look like? And am I going to go there? Am I going to sleep? And then I'm going to be tired in the morning. Well, and no, it's not even about the next morning. It's just like just let, allowing myself to rest, to fall into sleep. But I just, I just naturally fall into sleep. Obviously, because it's so natural, but I get anxious even thinking about going to sleep sometimes or like letting myself transition. Maybe that's because I'm on my phone. Okay, so here's the thing. Let's create a Katy Perry transition to sleep. Okay. And others can follow it. Sure. Maybe five minutes before you turn off the lights. Ideally 30 minutes, but I believe in micro steps. Okay. Start with five, start with 10, whatever you can do. Okay. And then you can build up to 30. Okay. So the indication that the transition has started is turning off your phones and charging them outside your bedroom. That's step one. Okay. Step two is having a hot bath or a hot shower. Oh, really? Yes. 
That's probably why I actually had a better sleep last night. Because you had a hot bath? I had a hot shower. Hot shower. So I'll tell you, I like to have a hot bath with Epsom salts. Okay. And I keep all my... What do the Epsom salts do? The Epsom salts just remove toxins from your body. Do they? So they relax you. Oh, really? And, uh, And I like to keep all my makeup removers around. So instead of taking my makeup off at my sink or whatever, I do it... In the bath. In the bath, yes. so that it prolongs the bath. The more you prolong the bath, the more your brain slows down. Okay, that's about slowing yes. down my brain. Yes. Because what keeps you anxious is your brain. It's not your body. Your body's tired. Your body wants they're, to sleep. They're like, there's not much up there. Oh, no, there's so much. It's like, won't let me sleep sometimes. <laughs> so uh, water is like a purification ritual. Mm. Right? It's like water, whether it's a shower or a bath, whatever you prefer. Then I like to rekindle the romance with sleep. I like beautiful lingerie. Really? It's not about sleeping with someone. It's not about the guy or the girl. It's about you. I love silk nightdresses. I'm going to get sexy for myself tonight. Yes, exactly. Get sexy for yourself. Whatever. Teddies. Whatever you like. Teddies. You are speaking my language. Anything you like. And uh, so you, these are your dedicated clothes. I used to sleep in my gym clothes. What? Not literally the ones I wore that morning. But, right. you know, just the same stuff. Sweatpants and T-shirts and then your well, brain. sometimes that's, uh, by the way, I love a good sweatpant. But you can get dedicated sweatpants for sleep. Right. And then you don't wear them for workout. So your right. brain doesn't get these confusing messages. What are we doing? Are we going to sleep or are we, are we going to up? the gym? Are we on the grind? Yeah, what are we doing? Exactly. Are we chained to the rhythm? <laughs> or are we chained to the rhythm? Yes. Right. You get into bed in your beautiful teddy. What color is your teddy? Uh, I have a few. Sometimes they're pink. Sometimes they're blue. Sometimes they have flowers on them. Okay, perfect. Just think of one of them right okay. now. And then you get a book. A oh. real physical book. Like with pages. With pages. Yes. And you read the book, and then gradually your eyes close, and then you drop the book on the ground, turn off the light, and go to sleep. It's as easy as that. Because you've done your ritual. What do most of us do most of the time? We're on our phones until the last minute. We're sleeping. They're underneath And then we put them... 72% of people sleep with their phones by their bed or inside the bed. And then if you wake up in the middle of the night with the best intentions in the world, you're going to be tempted. I know. It doesn't matter who you are. And it doesn't make you a bad person if that happens. No, it's just we're all addicted. I don't think I'm a bad person, but I do it. But but no judgments. Remember we said no judgments. Okay, we're now going to take a quick break to share a sleep tip brought to you by our sponsor, Sleep Number. Because a good sleep routine is the foundation for thriving. Today's tip is about your nighttime wardrobe. We spend a lot of time on our daytime wardrobe, but give little thought to what we wear to bed. But anything that affects our sleep also affects how our whole day goes. And what we wear to bed matters. For too many of us, our workout gear doubles as our sleep gear. But think of the mixed messages it sends to our brains when we put on clothes meant for the gym and then ask our minds to wind down and go to sleep. So wear clothes to bed that are just for sleep and nothing else. Pajamas, night dresses, t-shirts, anything, as long as you don't also wear it to the gym. 
Slipping in your special slip clothes will be a signal to your body and your mind that it's time to shut down. This slip tip was brought to you by the Sleep Number 360 Smart Bag that adjusts to you. Learn more about it at sleepnumber.com slash thrive. I didn't know until recently when I read more fully your story that you, you were not an overnight success. Yes. Like you, the first sometimes. few things you did didn't work. Yeah, and I, I was think signed it's so, and dropped and signed yes. and dropped from three different record labels. And um, I just, I learned from that. But think of how many people give up. Mm-hmm. They say, oh, you know, I was signed and dropped. I was signed and dropped. Maybe I need to change careers. Well, that could also be a thing, too. Yeah, but you the point is You have to figure out what your purpose is. We shouldn't get so easily discouraged. You know, my yeah. mom, who was a bit of a philosopher like you, used to say um, failure is not the opposite of success. It's a stepping stone to success. And I, I, I really believe that successful people should talk more about their failures. Because, you know, once you succeed, it's like your failures are buried. No. <laughs> I've had so many failures along the way. And I've learned from all, I've, learned, I've tried to learn from all of them. I mean, I've had failed relationships. Right. And, and those things are like the most, those are the things that I've most learned about because You know, my journey is with love and ego and judgment and figuring out how to navigate all those things. You know, with my partners is that I, some would say in terms that I failed, but I don't think so at all. They're just stepping stones. And like the next time I go and the next time I meet someone or if I redo something, it's going to be with so much more wisdom. Exactly. And also I know having, I've been divorced but uh, okay. we go on vacation with my ex-husband and our yeah. kids. And I Instagrammed a picture recently and I hashtagged it happily divorced. Amazing. <laughs> because we managed to co-parent. Yes. And um, put our kids first. So whatever it is, you can so learn from it. Yeah. And, and I, I, I find that therapy, you know, I know you've been going through therapy yeah. recently. And I, I got so much value from it. Yeah. And uh, from from the sound of it, you do too. Yeah, just being able to have a safe place to like really be yourself and like no judgment. I find that good therapists don't tell you what, what you should hear. They help you find the answers that are already inside yourself. They're kind of just like mirrors. They're like, here it is. And then you just have to kind of look at what what is it really, you know? And they hold this space. And I was talking about that earlier. It's like when you hold space for something, it's like, you can be like a mirror or you can empathize or you can like, you know, say, I don't understand exactly what you're going through because I'm not you and I don't live your life. I only live my life, but I love you and I empathize with you and I have compassion for you and I send that out. You know, that's like holding space. And and also we're doing that for each other. It doesn't yeah. have to be just a therapist. It can be no. a friend. Oh my gosh. Yes. Your friend can be like, I have so, so many friends that are teachers and I'm not talking about certified teachers, but they teach me things every day, you know, like my friend Cleo, my friend Mia, my friend Shannon, Marcus, a lot of people that are coming by here, Lauren, all these people are my teachers, you know, and they teach me things big and small. And those are good friends, you know, I call them my thrive tribe. Oh, really? Yes. That's amazing. Because we're there for each other. 
uh, whether we are succeeding or failing, whatever the world thinks of us, it's like this is the little thrive tribe. And everybody needs a thrive tribe, even if it's a thrive tribe of one. Yeah. You know, just somebody who you feel you're always in each other's corner. Exactly. And mine are called the angels. The angels. Yes. I love that. And you've got Thrive Tribe. And I have Thrive Tribe. And everybody should have just their own little community. Absolutely. And that's what the other problem with phones. Yeah. That it often makes it harder to have a real live community. Because we're so addicted. I know. To just... And what is that addiction? Can you tell first me? First of all, it's a very real addiction. There was a, How does it manifest? What does it look like? So there's a man called Tristan Harris who was a Google ethicist. And he, we are working with him on Thrive Global. And he basically showed that social media hijacks our brains. You know, it's kind of a deliberate thing. And it's really hard to break away until we set certain deliberate boundaries. Mm. Like... A little thing. We did a video around it. It's no notifications. You know, there are people who have notifications every time they get a like on their phone. I don't do any. They don't get as many. I don't do any notifications. You know, notifications for likes, for how many people are following you. And I don't even have notifications for the news. Because trust me, you're going to hear the news. Yeah. You don't need to know every little thing the moment no, it happens. You're going to hear it. So that... It's pretty loud. <laughs> it's pretty loud right now. That frees you up. You know, it does. It means you don't have these constant interruptions and distractions, which is what makes the addiction worse. Right. It's like a little, like, injection. And is that dopamine? It's dopamine. It's a little dopamine hit. And, you know, dopamine it's a little is what? bit... something that your brain it's, creates? Yes, it's something that your brain craves. Craves. Have you ever played a slot machine? Uh, yeah. So, you know, the thing that makes slot, slot machines addictive, what? they have found, is the same thing that makes Social our media. phones addictive. Yeah. And it's the fact that it's what they call... You don't know when you're going to get a hit. Right. It's right. like most of your stuff may be boring, mm-hmm. but then there may be a great that's text why, from Katy Perry, or there may be. But that's why, like, honestly, when I'm like trying to update my phone, or if I change phones, like that's when I'm like the shakiest. I'm like, <laughs> what texts did I miss? Did someone send me a text that says I love you and I want to marry you? Oh my gosh, I'm waiting for that text. <laughs> Jk, but not really. <laughs> oh, but remember you told James Corden that you believe in destiny, that you believe that um, there is a purpose to everything. Mm-hmm. So you know the man you're going to marry is somewhere there, and it's just a question of when is he going to manifest himself. <laughs> and I find that... Or when am I going to have the space to manifest himself? Exactly. Well, that's the same thing. Yeah. And I know that I, I married at 36. Okay. So if I knew, but I wanted to have children. I don't, do you want to have children? I would love to have children. Great. So, yeah. And I really, really wanted to have children. Yeah. So I had my first child at right. 38. I have so many children that are watching right now, figuratively. And it's perfectly enough. Women have children later and later. But Absolutely. my point all was... What, all up to what you want to do. If somebody had told me um, in my 20s or early 30s, you know what, you're going to get married at 36 and have two healthy children, I would have been just fine. Hey, I'm having a great time. I'm not, I don't live have to your rush. life. It's just that we we get anxious because everybody we don't have to... any guarantees. Well, that, yeah, no guarantees. Nothing is promised. Shout out Rihanna. 
But um, <laughs> the fact is, is that like, you know, there are all these stories and things that people say that you should have a child by now or blah, blah, blah. And there is some science to having children when it's right for your body. Um, but, you know, no one should tell you what to think. You should discover your own path and your own body. Well, and now there's so much amazing science. Yeah. It's not, we're not, you know, in an age when everybody had to have kids in the early 20s. Yeah. You know, more and more women are having kids later. But I think you're going to be an amazing mommy. Thank you. Yes. When the time is right, I will. Um, this has been Thank an you, incredible, Ariana. It's incredible you time. You taught me so much. It. And um, it's very special being here with you. Thank you so much Thank for you. This being is here wonderful. at Witness Worldwide. I love Witness World. Thank you, Katy Perry, for being our guest and everybody for listening. Be sure to subscribe to the Thrive Global Podcast with iHeartRadio on your favorite podcast app and stay tuned to thriveglobal.com and iHeartRadio for updates on upcoming episodes. And in the meantime, go to thriveglobal.com for tips to start thriving today. Discover the sleep number bed that adjusts on each side so it's perfect for both you and your partner. With Sleep IQ technology at your fingertips, you will know what to adjust for your best sleep. Check them out at sleepnumber.com/thrive.